five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to season two, and welcome to another installment of the I Digress podcast. Yes, it is me hosting again. You know you love to hear it. 2020 has been a massive letdown of awful events, and I want to keep everyone's moods in the gutter. This will be a rather serious episode, and don't be coming on here thinking I'm going to uplift your mood in any sort of way. Today, I'm joined by the Beats Master, Hafiz. What's up? Well, you guys know me already. I'm on a few words. I don't speak that much in this podcast, but when I do, I say something. (laughs) Our (laughs) returning guest today, the most famous member, statistically, (laughs) it's John Brown. Hello, hello. Hi, <laughs> guys, and a new guest, Alex. Welcome to the show. It's your first time. Things are going to get a bit wacky and weird, but we're we're ready to take you for a ride. You didn't even get an amazing new guest or anything. Just went our new guest. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Make them feel special. Come on. <laughs> Nobody's allowed to make feel special here. <laughs> Damn. Wow. <laughs> you guys may notice that Neil won't be joining us. He actually has a small cough and a mild fever, but nothing to worry about. He's probably out kicking dogs as per. So everything normal. <laughs> we we have a relatively intellectual episode for you today. I am your host, Rob. Let's dive straight in. I digress. All right, before we get into the how we're going to be discussing this, I think I just want to give the cred a little bit of a head start of the kind of things we're going to be talking about. When I say we're going to be talking about a serious episode, I think we all know why we're here. Everyone else doesn't. Mainly, I wanted to be discussing about things that we've all faced in our past things that we've all encountered either as a youngster or even in recent days and i think what makes special about this panel of guests is that we are all men of color and to be more specific we are all of black heritage now that might be a little bit awkward for some of you if it is don't know why but we're just gonna not try and force any sort of views on you guys but just give you a sort of snippet into some things that we've experienced early on middle life and more recently and maybe take a little bit of a lighthearted stance get a bit serious and heated now and then but you know just come join us for the ride and tell us what you think black is beautiful black is excellent black is pain black is joy black is evident working twice as hard as the people you know you're better than because you need to do double what they do so you can level them black is so much deeper than just african-american our heritage been severed you never got to experiment right boys gonna start us off with daniel johnson msp for edinburgh south he was literally the only guy to email me back when i was actually just sending out being like hey i'm gonna email 12 msps And I'm not even going to ask for anything big. I'm just going to say, hey, how about we raise a little bit more awareness to black products, specifically hair products. I like to style it up now and then. I don't want to go bald all the time. He was the only one that bothered replying. I mean, what a guy. Not even just for replying in regards to the hair products, but just for replying to you in general. Because, like, (laughs) if I got an email from you, Rob... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't even be able to take the time for that. Look at that and go, nah, I'm good. Just that what was curiosity. What did he say? Oh, yeah, there we go. Literally, yeah. Uh, I can actually go through the email right now. 
Close. I always said literally, so. yeah. <laughs> you went what <laughs> He said, I feel you, my guy. <laughs> he was like, yo, Holmes, I'm trying my best, bro. Um, no, but for real, he just wrote to me and he said that I... And you can tell it was him that wrote it and not just one of his sort of desk jockeys because it was actually a bit of a personal touch. And he just went, Rob, I understand your plight here. And I want to tell you that I'm trying my best to raise as much awareness in my constituency for people of the black community. And he actually said, you know what? I never thought about hair products and I never thought about it as a thing that was needing attention. But I guess that's something from my privilege that I've never had to sort of undergo. But he said it's actually something that's really interesting and I'm going to bring it up in the next sort of parliamentary meeting. And I think it's even though it's you may consider it a sort of trivial point, I think it's actually something important towards going normalizing the culture and i was like you know what that's my guy he's got <laughs> my vote <laughs> yeah i mean okay. yeah straight up straight i was like point. straight to the point no bullshit nothing about being revoted or pressing about you know everything that the parliament's doing and not what he's specifically doing just like a straight honest answer nothing too jargony you know hmm. mm, fair enough well we'll see yeah, how yeah, things play out from there because you know yeah. It's one thing saying it, but it's actually one thing seeing it, like, actually yeah. come through. So, I mean, I don't really have much to say in regards to that. Like, I'm just trying to picture what it would be like for him bringing that up in a group of people that would never understand that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, how, how exactly is he going to really just go into that, you know, yeah. bring that up? Like, hmm, be very uh, curious. It's going to be difficult. I don't understand how he's going to bring it up, but I think it's one of those that there might be some people who are in that group just probably caught off guard and be like hey you know what i never thought about it and they might come to actually put in the work if it's someone of power who's bringing it up instead of just your regular rob <laughs> hey rob you're not regular man come on come on <laughs> yeah what am i saying i'm hideously awkward and very weird <laughs> <laughs> things you like to hear but yeah that was that was my hot take you know what? just a small snippet of that we don't have to oh, jump wow. john what are you doing stop touching yourself i thought you said this was a safe space rob let the man do what he wants to do you know what i accept that feast i know when i'm wrong this is a safe space touch yourself all you want john <laughs> wait what no 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 you guys you guys froze on my screen. I was like, and then when, and then I was like, I was like, huh, what's going on? And it just caught up now. Okay, so don't know. All right, <laughs> I wasn't oh. doing no freaky shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey man, so it's all good. It's all auditory here. Nobody's gonna see what you're doing. You don't need to. You don't need to cover yourself. You've described one like scenario that might happen, but didn't happen. <laughs> oh days. <laughs> God damn it. This yeah, I'm not going to lie. The connection's poor on my end too. But, you know, this is just part of the part of the fun. Black is beautiful. Black is excellent. Black is pain. Black is joy. Black is evident. Working twice as hard as the people. You know you're better than because you need to do double what they do so you can level them. Black is so much deeper than just African-American. Our heritage been severed. You never got to experiment. Right, boys. First topic of the day, early years memories. This can be whatever you want to take on it, whatever you experienced when you were younger, maybe in nursery, maybe in prime school, just really wherever you can remember. Let's just keep it colloquial and tell us a little bit about what you've experienced. Being more specific though, because like work experience could be a lot. Like, I don't know what you mean. Like I could be like, oh, I met a girl and she slapped me or something like that. So <laughs> I would say if I want to be really specific on it, I want you to talk about things that you were younger and you maybe didn't notice at the time 
But now looking back, you kind of sit there and think that wasn't okay. That kind of made me feel like I was different from the group I was in. And maybe things that you can look back today and just think there should have been a different way that was handled, you know? All right. Okay. Okay. Did I go, go first? Yes, up, face. Um, the one when you said that, the one that came to mind the most was um, I think it was high school. I can't remember what specific year, but it was when like you know you've been the group of lads, and you know because you're from a different place, they start making the whole clicking noises. Be like, oh, is that how you speak in your country? Like we watched oh. the whole part, oh. and it's the whole. Oh, is that is that like? Oh, do you understand that? And like at that time, I you know you just brush it off as a joke. Yeah. But you go back to where you're with the mindset now. You're just like, man, if I had this mindset at that time, things would have been way different. Because always just little things like that. I know what you're feeling. Because sure. everyone just kind of assumes that you don't have as a strong grasp on English, and they just kind of think that what they see on TV is the be all end all of everything Absolutely. that's about you. Absolutely. I think another thing that people tend to say a lot is, um, do you speak? <laughs> like so i'm from nigeria and people would be like do you speak nigerian and it, <laughs> oh like it's so irritating and <laughs> you have yeah you have so much so much trouble just trying to get across there's a lot of different languages in nigeria exactly you know what i mean yeah. and you couldn't get that <laughs> so. I think that it's very frustrating, but you know, you're quite young, so you move. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is that when you're young, you just kind of try to block it out and just not try and cause a fuss. But it's one of those that if you were talking about people from Brazil or Argentina and just went, oh, Brazilian people, they speak Brazilian, everyone would instantly jump mm. down your throat and be like, yeah. no, they speak Portuguese. Yeah, and you're like, alright. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's true. Actually, I'm not thought of it. But yeah, that's that's quite true. You're absolutely. Nah, right. that's, yeah, that's a, that's a definitely fair point. Like I've had that question from um from friends, but they they won't say you speak Ghanaian. They like close people close to me will be like, what what language is actually spoken there? They'll actually ask the question rather yeah. than like yeah, you know, people that I've met that are just like, so do you just speak Ghanaian? And I'm like. So, which which of the six possible languages uh, are you? Uh, <laughs> like, come on, bro. That's like when people are like, "Oh, I volunteered in Africa," and I'm like, mm. "Where <laughs> in Africa?" It's like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's Did not. Did you just call the Africa in one go? Like, yeah. like little things like that. I think people forget how big it is, and I'm like, "That's that's a real land of landmass to get through there." Yeah, yeah. Another thing that's quite important is people actually forget how advanced it is. Oh man. Oh yeah, it's, it's all the charity videos that just make it look like Africa is a dump. Yeah, sure. I don't actually know anything about Africa. I remember, like, I had a conversation with someone. And I was like, man, because like this was a time when I was like, I actually wouldn't just mind going back to Nigeria right now, just going back forever. And they're like, oh, you don't want to do that, man. You struggle. Like, life is going to be hard. I'm like, bro, what do you know about my country? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's the biggest thing. Because uh, people just assume when they see huts and stuff, that's what it is like <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> huts, man. Huts. Bro, when really, when really, it's closer to Wakanda, you know what I mean? So, do you know what I was always want to say to people is that although I don't have just to be like, you know, trying to put my mind into what people might argue against, being like, oh, you shouldn't like dismiss charities, blah blah blah. But I always sit there and I'm like, there needs to be a balance on what's shown because if you yeah. only show mm. that, that's what people's first thoughts are going to be. If you show more about, like, even in even when it comes to like regular TV, if you have African shows and you show like what the cities look like, how 
fast the parks are and like how the actual business areas are booming we have skyscrapers yeah more mm. than there are here yeah it's, then people are going to be less like oh uh, so uh did you have like a pet lion when you started growing up or oh. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you have Bro. Did you a pet lion yeah yeah i'm like as a kid asked by people who are adults i remember yeah. that and i'm like have you ever have you ever pet a lion that shit will <laughs> cut your arm off so quick. Actually, it's, you just, safe? <laughs> it's just slightly different, right? But I remember I went through this one situation. Like, you know, Rob, you know I'm like sometimes. Like, I'll be saying a word in English, and I would just completely mispronounce it because my accent is, like, following through every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I remember this one girl who did something. She was like, oh, my God, you can't even speak English, probably. You've been here for, like, 10 years. And something uh. in my head triggered. And I just whipped out my phone, loaded up a word in Yoruba, which is the language I speak in, in Nigeria. And I went, pronounce that. <laughs> I was like, just read it. Just, just read it to me. She was like, I was like, yes, shut up. Honestly. People just love that, man. There's like two stories that I've been mostly telling people when they ask me what my experience has been like growing up and it's just these these two stick out to me the most uh, it's ma mainly about my mom yeah. uh, the first like when we moved here we lived in dalrai we lived next to what was the summer field at that spot there that's where we do our shop we head into that shop and one day uh some woman this this white lady just decides that um she she wasn't she wanted to start some shit basically <laughs> and uh I think she thought that my mum took something out of her basket and put it into her her basket, and and my mum obviously didn't do that. And so she starts uh, following my mum around the store and just giving her grief. My mum wasn't doing anything, and me and my little brother were just like tagging along. <laughs> and then she starts like pulling my mum's braids, and hey, yeah, she Cool. You did not pull. I don't care who you are. You did not pull. Hey, the just don't touch me. Yeah. Don't touch. Oh. She she lost it, but like she lost it in a calm way. So she she turns to me and my brother and just like stand over here, puts the basket in front of us, and proceeds oh, to whoop this woman's ass. Like Damn. I mean, like proper just going in. And this woman's trying to swing back, but black ladies are strong. Like oh yeah, come it's not genetic like, strength yeah like <laughs> so she's she's you know laying into this lady and then she kind of comes to a little bit and then because my mom's not aggressive she just starts crying while whooping this woman's ass and then God, and then apologizing while whipping her ass and so, <laughs> it was like that that's happening the security guard comes over and immediately just grabs my mom because obviously Dude. you know yeah of course she's dominating the situation uh, and then it's just like look you guys are gonna have to leave she's like i'm paying for my stuff and then i'm going yeah so we we pay for the stuff and then we're heading down the road the woman comes out of the shop and is still trying to go at my mom after getting her ass whooped and so the ass whooping proceeds on the street and people people had to you know jump in and you know separate that but there was all sorts of slurs going around from her and 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 you know mumsy mumsy's not for that but she handled that situation being met with violence with violence and so that that's how in the moment instinctually that's what she went for 
you know, yeah. which, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to knock anybody for that. Like you, you're no, not going to argue in that scenario. But then on, on the flip side of things, we were, this is always seems to be in a supermarket. We're in little and uh, we walk into the shop, same scenario. We're just grabbing some stuff. Security guard is at the front door and just immediately starts walking behind us like our shadow. And we get halfway through our shop. We notice this shady looking white dude hood up, bag open, filling his, his bag with stuff. But the security guard is still on us. And then I look at my mom and I'm like, are we going to? Are we going to say it? She's like, no, don't even say a word. And I was like, all right, okay. So we're just about to get to the checkout and uh, the guy just steams past the checkout and just darts out the shop. Nobody reacts. Absolutely. No one moves. Nothing. The security guard is still on us. And so after the guy gets out the shop, my mom turns to the security guard and lets him have it like absolutely tears him a new one just like why are you following us we've got we've got a, a trolley we're filling stuff up what what's the problem the guy's like oh i'm just doing my job i'm just doing my job and my mom's what like job you're, you're clearly not doing your job because you just we just watched a, some other guy fill up his bag with stuff and just leave the store and he's like that didn't happen and, and we're <laughs> like what do you mean it didn't happen we've just seen it you know so so he goes he goes back into his little um security fucking cubby hole thing yeah. watches back footage and sees the guy leaving the store and is obviously like comes back and apologizes and everything he's just like i'm sorry sorry i'm still just like i was just trying to do my job and it's like no you've just seen a black family walk yeah. in and immediately thought yeah. that something was going to happen it's a racial like, profiling exactly what it is. and so that's like my mom handle it in, instinctually and in, in different scenarios being met with violence and giving violence back and then just being met with words and giving words straight back and yeah. the guy i'd hope learned in that scenario like not to just go after the black person that's the walking around the shop but like that that's the that's the flip side i've been telling a lot of people about and they're just like oh yeah. I'd never i'd never think that you know that stuff would happen and you know, especially a mother, a mother and two kids. Like, why would that be, you know, cause for concern? You know what I mean? But yeah. Can I just say, can I, sorry. Can I, yeah, no, Alex, I was going to prompt you there. Yeah. Um, uh, just, you know, obviously talking back to John, what you said, your mom met violence with violence. I know yeah. what you said. I think that's quite interesting because it's almost like when, when we're met with violence, we're supposed to keep calm. I find yeah. that a lot. You know, I, I do find yeah. that a lot. And it's when we when we react to those scenarios, it's when mm. we're portrayed as the bad person, we receive some even more severe punishments, you know, than the person actually starting that. And I've had that on several occasions as well. So I thought that was quite interesting that you pointed that out. It just it always seems to be that scenario, doesn't it? Like uh you I, I hear a lot, you don't judge a person on their initial reaction, but this woman went past her initial reaction to her her secondary or tertiary and just kept on going and like that's how she wanted to handle the scenario so my mom went off her initial reaction and then just kept on going and going so like you know there's no there's no argument there to say oh yeah you need to keep calm in that scenario like come on you wouldn't do that you wouldn't it's human nature and i think yeah. alex you make a really good point is this that i actually wanted to pick you on that one is the double standard that i'm sure all of you have experienced when when one person does something it's almost like we have to 
represent our entire sort of racial group yeah. so if that security guard maybe had a bad experience with a black person all of a sudden we're like super aggro criminal type profiled already so the minute we like raise our voice or get a little bit annoyed or frustrated it's like instantly we're being aggressive i yeah. still have another take to that as well because this is something i'm trying the mindset i'm trying to get out of because I've been brought up in a way of like, as you're like, as I'm one of the few black people in certain look like areas, I need to act a certain way. So like, there's been times when, like for instance, on the internet, you see loads of black kids just doing really stupid things nowadays. True. And for some reason that annoys me because I'm like, oh, look how they're representing black people rather than me just being like, they're just having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, that's a mentality I've been trying to get away from because it's been instilled in me of like, if you're one of the few black people in a certain location, you, you have to represent the entire yeah. black culture. So much Instead pressure. Just being like, just have your fun. Like your other kids of other races do it. Just go have. I'm not saying if someone's like jumping off a bridge or something, go and follow them. Yeah. No. yeah. But like, if they're doing stuff that's just fun for them. Why get mad at them yeah. for having fun? That's a fair point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like I, for, I forget. Like parents and aunties and everything will be telling us all that all the time. Like yeah. you when we're going out you're representing so you know everyone look and, smart yeah. look sharp don't fucking curse <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's literally one of those and it's always like you know your friends might be doing something but don't do what your friends are doing sort of try and keep that respect. yes yeah i'm sure we've all had it's actually good to sort of talk about it because we all have similar experience and alex i want to pick on you because you're the new one i'm just gonna <laughs> say gonna say something and I wanted you to tell me what you've probably experienced with it. So have you ever, maybe when you were younger, had a lot of people coming up to you and just being like, I have to touch your hair? And sometimes ah. just touching it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. All the time. Was it? So when I came to this country around six or seven, right, I was in P4. It was a new experience meeting everyone. And this this is obviously when it started with, uh, what is it? Um, <laughs> do you speak Nigerian? You know, all this. And oh, yeah. people started to touch your hair because I was literally the only black person in that entire school. <laughs> and I didn't want to say anything because I kind of wanted, I, I wanted to feel like accepted. Do you know what I mean? I didn't want yeah. to freak out. But yeah. it made me so uncomfortable to the point that now, it's it's hard to say, but in relationships that I'm having now, uh, there's there's some times where I feel uncomfortable having my partner touch my hair because yeah. mm. that's that sounds so bad, but that's it, it is how I feel. I feel so uncomfortable with that, and I think it's just kind of you know it's just it's it's still there. And I think yeah, really, yeah. see when you say relationships, though, like I feel like it'll vary because like I'm the kind where if I was in a relationship, for instance, and I'm just chilling there and she's just playing with my hair, like I'm just like ah. I feel relaxed. No, Ooh. you're right. Oh, no, yeah, like yeah. He's, he's from from prior history, like that's now his initial reaction. May yeah. not you know, may not be like that after uh, your initial reaction, but that you immediately like either like step away you're or cringe. Up, don't do like, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so most dodgy. of the time you're freaked out. Yeah, they're like, "Whoa, you good?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just you know, like, <laughs> That's I something people <laughs> always hold against us as well when they try to like touch you without permission. And you oh. react with that, uh, yo, what are you doing? And they were like, why are you being aggressive? I'm like, well, what would you expect me to do when you're just trying yeah. to just grab? And sometimes you don't even know the person. So it's yeah. like, yeah, you're just a stranger. 
Sorry, I didn't want you to put hands on me. You do, you do it back and be like, "Oh wow, your hair has no volume or bounce. How'd you like that?" <laughs> Just like, oh, well, this is shit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Just even talking about that, I remember when I was about eight or nine, going with the family to watch a show at the Caird Hall in Dundee, and it was, I can't remember what the show was. But one thing that sticks out to me, which is surprising, is that I can't remember the show. But I remember sitting in the theatre seats, and this this sort of middle aged woman just grabbing like a good chunk of my hair, like quite a bit sore from like the back seat, and I was like, like just ducked from the pain and i was like what are you doing and i was like eight or nine my mom almost lost her shit and she just said sorry it just looks so soft i had to do it and i was like no you didn't you had to do it no that's not okay yeah what do you mean you had to let's even let's even just change that around right Let, let's not even say it had nothing to do with your race right let's just change that around. Yeah. imagine that was you just grabbing that woman's hair that's already a sexual assault yeah. i don't even care like just the double standards and it's just little things like that just get to me sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard to hear but it is a double standard and people just kind of take it for granted because it's probably been happening for a long time now mm. yeah and they don't realize mm. like alex is saying it does affect how you sort of view things in the future and it can affect your personal life and that's something i want to get into a bit later on um just talking about personal life because uh we're still trying to follow this chronologically yeah. Rob's master plan. Uh-huh. Let's 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 go with some little look quick light hearted part. Let's speak about the the pred uh let me not call them predators because they're not predators, but we'll speak about really? the spiffs. Oh yes, oh. okay. Um oh. black is beautiful, black is excellent, black is pain, black is joy, black is evident. Working twice as hard as the people, you know you're better than because you need to do double what they do so you can level them. Black is so much deeper than just African American. Our heritage been severed, you never got to Right. This is a question for you guys. If a guy came up to you and went, so I'm going to hit your wife. <laughs> Do I have your blessing? What would you say to that? <laughs> Can I just, just for the audience, uh, when he says hit, he doesn't mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's be he means that. like um yeah. sort of get get on with flirtatiously and um, potentially sexual. Just, you know, some, some might not be familiar with our lingo. Oh, Carry on though. <laughs> so yeah, oh, the guy approaches you is like, you know, I wanna I wanna tap your wife. I'll change it from hit to tap this time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you what do you reply back with? How do you even right. Right. <laughs> get out of my face, man? Don't oh, talk to me. What are you doing? <laughs> I thought you were Alex said. <laughs> okay, okay, let me like, let me explain. Who are you? So, okay, say, say you agreed to it, huh? but then it leaked, and now people are asking you, did you actually give permission? What would your answer be? To be honest, I would say the only time I would let that happen is if I was to get a pass to then have flirtations with someone of equal hotness. Excuse me? Hold Goodness. on. Hold right. on. Hold on. Hold on. Right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so so you would let a random man yeah go ahead at your wife okay okay i mean wait 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 no see right hold on because it depends on how like how freaky that you and your Bruh. wife are is, is that a thing is that a thing that you guys you know do what? like you know what? fair enough fair enough I'll, I'll, yeah fair enough okay okay, well, okay. when you say random i feel like 
that puts swinging a different a strain on it. Sw- All I'm going to say is swinging is a thing. So people do it. You know what I mean? It's not right. like this has been new. Do you know what? If we were to sit down and say, I need to interview these guys, make sure they're <laughs> clean, not too weird. Make sure they're not, you know, kind of bigger okay. than me. Wait, before we go off, let's actually explain to people what's going on. So basically, if you guys know August, August? Yeah, August Alcina is. He's an R&B artist who had his own talk show with um, Jada Pickett-Smith, which was, which is actually known as the Red Table Talk, before he left. Basically, ah. he made the Red Table Talk what it is now. Okay, I didn't know that. So... There's been allegations. Well, I don't want to say that's not allegation. The guy literally released a full song about it and did an interview just to double down. So like, it's not really an allegation. He just came out being like he had a relationship with Jada Pickett Smith and he spoke to Will about it and Will gave him permission. And so now people in opera are being like, well, who do we believe? What's happening? And there's been rumors about like people saying Jada Pickett Smith was actually just using him as a boy toy taking advantage of him because, you know, she saw a little, a young thing that's quite good looking, who's like, you know, going through some emotional stuff, so needed someone to nurture them and took advantage. So the thing, thing is, it is like hearing all that, it kind of made something else click because I saw I saw another uh, interview that Will Smith did. I think it was on um, Graham Norton like years ago when he did that movie with uh, Margot Robbie. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called that. I think it was like Focus. That. Focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though the movie had no focus, by the way. <laughs> Put that out there. Like in the interview, he's like Will Smith is talking about how uh, him and Jada were sitting down and they were looking at pictures of who his potential co-star was gonna be. And she immediately said, Oh, she looks fine. You're gonna have to get in the gym so you can, you know, like and then he just like trailed off from there and everybody kind of looked at him like wait so you can walk what do you what what did she mean like so now you just saying that that mm. makes me think like this is this is just a thing that they do like they have I do they, they have an open relationship oh yeah because do you know what? Also i made think, a statement i think it would make sense do you not think so think about it yeah now. what you yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would make sense they're the ultimate power couple dude exactly. they have so much power i mean the difference between them and jay-z and beyonce is those two are really good at keeping their stuff like Oh, and like, and, I mean, the only reason we found out about the whole 4, 444 and Lemonade is because they just wanted to release an album. That thing didn't yeah. happen. None of that was real. Like, I don't know, believe know any of that happened. Everybody, everybody now wants to know who Becky with the good hair is. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I want to know too. <laughs> if Jay-Z survived being around Rihanna, then I'm sorry, then that man <laughs> did not do anything. <laughs> I think they just wanted to sell an album and they just wanted to create some clout. And they Master, a good job. Dude, by the way. I wouldn't survive. I would not survive. Rihanna yeah. does things to me. Oh, me too, buddy. Me too. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that was our little distraction. <laughs> Lighthouse segment. <laughs> Next topic. Black is beautiful. Black is excellent. Black is pain. Black is joy. Black is evident. Working twice as hard as the people. You know you're better than because you need to do double what they do so you can level them. Black is so much deeper than just African American. Our heritage been severed. You never got to experiment. Right. I want to actually no. Do you know, scrap next topic. Talking about that film focus. That's actually ties in really well into what we're doing. Because do you know how much like uh, traction that film got just because it was a black and a white woman coupling up? True. So much like hype just because oh. there was an interracial couple, and I was like, I sat there being like, what? What's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, like you don't have was, to have. Happened because of that movie, wasn't there? There was yeah. like 
there was warnings to to white women about seeing Will Smith topless. There was literally yeah. warnings. There was like, like warnings that oh, white women are now going to be chasing every yeah. black guy. And I was like, well, okay, one, well, I'm not one, too white, bothered about that. Yeah. But and, and two, this shit been happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing stopped them before. Exactly. I was like, why are you making such a big deal? We're pretty good looking. I know what your problem is. Mm. I'm straight. Also, we'll touch on this real quick since we're on the interracial stuff. I mean, I'm guessing yeah. everyone in this chat has been in an interrelation, well, interracial uh, relationship before. I mean, like, have you guys ever really had a chat it. where you had to like, explain to them, like, okay, say we're outside in a restaurant or like somewhere just doing something, and someone just you know, blurts out something racist towards me, and you just say to them, just don't react, don't give them any mind, just carry on with your day. Have you guys ever had that kind of chat before? Huh. So a situation has actually happened before. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I went out with my ex at the time, and it was exactly like you said, like at a restaurant. We were just having a good night, and obviously it was on the weekend. So a drunk guy was <laughs> obviously drunk, and he said something, just a racial slur, and I won't get into it. But it was just a racial slur. I'm a girlfriend at the time she cried she burst out crying because she couldn't believe people just random people on the street yeah. are yeah. so heartless so much hatred mm. do you know what i mean yeah. someone some someone a sheltered person experiencing that is like hold up this is scary as hell yeah you know what i mean like it's it's, it's an experience i mean i've had someone similar but mine's was mine's think like my ex at the time didn't cry she was ready to whoop that guy's ass Oh yes, <laughs> oh, the reactions are differing for Game sure, and that's why I think it's because we're all sort of like used to this sort of like. It's sad because we're desensitized to what people can be like. Yeah, but yeah. The person you're with are just like open to this whole new world of being like, yeah. yes, this because is the bad side that comes with. When being... she when she got really angry and almost got too aggressive, I was like, yo, I, I mean, I can't believe I said it. it's fine. But I was like, it's fine. Don't give it any mind. We're just gonna move on. Mm. Our day. But it's yeah. because that's what I'm used to just doing because you hear it so much, you're just kind of like, it's just another guy wanting attention and you just yeah. move on. Whereas yeah. like for them, it's like, nah, it's fresh energy. Like it's not yeah. something they're used to hearing. It's not something they want to be hearing. And they're like, no, we're going to have this right now. And that's the other point to make as well is that they have the privilege to get angry. And that's what we've touched yeah, on. Is that if we get, but it's almost like if we get mad, then it becomes a scenario as where if... Yeah someone else gets if your girlfriend is white and she gets mad people are not likely to think you're yeah, the yeah, one right. in the bad they yeah. would be like she has the right to get angry you know mm. no yeah you I, got a point you 100 got a point I, that's something even being i i myself am a product of an interracial couple so i mm. automatically i'm always for it when i see a white and a black guy i'm just like yeah Let's Bro, do just more. sees couples walking past us, that's clapping. Let's go. <laughs> but, so I was going to save it for later, but since we're on relationships now, let's get into it. Being mixed race has been a whole basket of fun because I identify as a black man because you're not logic. I've not really. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, that's pretty much what I most like lean on or lean towards you know I'm yeah. not, like it's impossible for me to be like even though i'm 50 50 i could never be like hey so i'm white and then people look Ooh. at me and go hey man like i just said if logic <laughs> can do it you can do whatever you want <laughs> it was like, no 
<laughs> but for me, the only difference has been that sometimes the only thing that I could feel where I've been uniquely sort of discriminated against is where some people just look at me and go, you're not dark enough to experience the same sort of problems we do. Mm. And wow. I'm like, oh. to be fair though, I think I've had this conversation with you before because it's something I had to learn quite late because it's yeah. one of those things because like in, in like black communities, we have our inner, um, inner like racism that we actually haven't addressed yet. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. when you see someone that's light skin, you're like, oh, they have it. Everyone makes light skin oh. jokes. But you forget, like, to, to, to other races, they're still black. Yeah. Like, to you, you think they're not, but like, if you go anywhere else, they're still seen as black. And that's something I've, I think I had to learn quite late because it's like, we all make our jokes. It's like, yeah. oh, R&B artists, the best R&B artists are the light-skinned guys. Like, mm -hmm. like jokes they, like that. They give you that squint and, you know, bite their lip and shit. Yeah, you do that, Rob. <laughs> I see you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go, boy. <laughs> you guys can see Rob's face right now. Trust me, you can <laughs> No, but it's like, among friends, I don't mind it. Because we all take piss at each other. <laughs> but it's when um we try and, like, say when it's a movement, like BLM, and we're trying to unite, just being like, yeah. black experiences black sort of movement and talking about everyone's experiences and i always sit there like my experiences in that regard haven't been different like i can sit here and relate with every one of you guys but yeah. at the same time there are a percentage of black groups that will look at me almost with like resentment and just being like yeah but you're light-skinned so fuck you and i then it just puts like people who are in mixed race into a corner of yeah. being like not only are we not accepted by the wider community we're not accepted by our own community and we're just like yeah. what, i mean what, what do we the do? only problem and i've said this to rob multiple times the only problem i have with rob is the fact that he got one in swimming in high school and i got five the boy can't swim oh i can't swim <laughs> the teacher just liked the look of me in swimming trunks so hey oh, man. that's when yeah, i no, take I'm advantage of the light skin boy, jokes yeah. So like to swim and then me just like swimming and i'm like on a real talk though it's what's one of those things we need to actually like one day like this is like what we're seeing about with the whole black lives matter movement like yeah. i know we're gonna get into other topics about it soon so i'll try and like not go to yeah. deep, but like it's like what we what we spoke about the other day where all these things are happening but there's no plan I mean, the other, like, I don't know, it was two weeks ago when Netflix released a Black Lives Matter category. I was like, I don't care about this. This has never been, like, who in the world has gone, oh, let me go on Netflix. Oh, man, they don't have a Black Lives Matter category. Like, who's ever actually thought about that before? Nah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Mm. Oh, sorry. Mm. No, no, no. Do you think? Yeah, Alex, Alex, I want to hear you, man. Let's go. I'll tell you what. I, I would I would argue that maybe some white people who want to be educated would like to see that category. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Because like I hear both your points. It's basically there needs to be a fine line. There needs to be someone. I've I've said this from like the beginning. They, we need like someone to be a leader of the BLM movement and direct where the sort of power and movements are going. Because mm. it is good to have these sort of awareness type things like social media netflix mm. stuff that people can like familiarize themselves with but at the same time we need someone to actually be like right we have that but what is tangible like it's like for the nurses you know you had the clapping which is like it's a bit of a yeah. morale boost but clapping but doesn't, doesn't pay really rent. do anything yeah it doesn't oh, do anything it doesn't pay them. rent you can't buy food with clapping people are still gonna go in the streets and be like well 
that guy probably isn't even watch Netflix. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's just one leader though, because like if you look at the movement, even spanning back in history, there was never just one. There was al- always like a few prominent. But yeah, I think yeah. like um, if you see, all right, totally just popping in mind. Say demolition when you're bringing down a building, you don't just put one bomb in the center of the lower lower floor and just hope that that takes the whole thing down. There's like one like dotted around the yeah. whole. Yeah. If you think about the the building, like uh, like the systemic racism, that's and, fantastic um, analogy. All all yeah. the all the bombs are these different people attacking all the different points. That's exactly what needs to happen. Like this is this oh, is 100%. what is, you know. What I mean, so like it's um it's weird seeing that the though because like in my head there was only like one or two. Ah, see one or two. There was like five or six. You know things that really like was was eating me in in terms of the blm movement like what we needed to attack Mm. and and then everybody just going at it brought out all these different subjects that i didn't have a clue about that that were weren't on my radar that i'm now like oh wow it goes even deeper than that like so so yeah seeing seeing everybody um attack it it's just i think it is a lot better to have as many people you know going for it as as possible and then just have like your what like 20 prominent voices that everybody like looks towards like killer mike uh when he had his uh his whole thing yeah yeah, like like that like i I knew the guy's educated but when he hopped up there and did an impromptu speech like just rolling things off his mind i was just like there is a lot yeah i mean actually speaking to that when 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 ti who spoke before killer mike came on i Mm. lost so much respect for ti that day because he made i remember i said this to robin new in a in a group chat where he was like oh this is our wakanda this is our protected city and that statement really triggered me because it annoys me that black African-Americans, I don't know why I said black African-Americans, but anyway, mm-hmm. African-Americans are so willing to accept a fictional African country than they are wanting to accept an actual African country. I, honestly, I think it's because they don't know. They really just yeah. don't know. Yeah. Like they they have, th- that, that speaks to the education. Like they just don't have any education of their homeland. So they go with the fictional one that's in a movie, like, and so it, I get, I get your point, hundred percent get your point. But at the same time, I think it's just a lack of education on that, you know. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about that? I think it's harder for us because all of us, um, I'm sure all of us are born in an African country and we've spent some years actually growing up there, so we know what Africa is like, can be like, and just how everything is. But that's where I have to call out every one of our brothers and sisters and just sit there and be like, as much as we need to educate everyone else, we also need to educate ourselves on our oh, own yeah. heritage. Yeah. yeah. Like like John said, there's so many things we didn't even know needed addressing, but mm. that's something we all need to be like, you know what? This is not okay. I, I've looked at myself and went, you know what? There's some things that maybe I've taken for granted that I didn't know is kind of like, perpetuating this idea that's kind of putting us down yeah and it's something that i need to be like you know what i'm not gonna just like laugh it off anymore or not look into it i'm actually going to sit and be like this needs to be changed we all need to just do our sort of own bit on actually learning yeah for sure for sure Um, 
Black is beautiful, black is excellent. Black is pain, black is joy, black is evident. Working twice as hard as the people, you know you're better than, cause you need to do double what they do so you can level them. Black is so much deeper than just African American. Our heritage been severed, you never got to experiment. This is where we're gonna slide into something a little bit stationary. And Ooh. again, I'm going to just bully Alex with this one. So everyone knows that recently we've been talking about statues. Statues has become a very prominent conversation, talking about likes of statue of Winston Churchill, statue of George Washington in America, and just even, even closer to home in Edinburgh, we got the Henry Dundas statue just on St. Andrew's Square. Yep. I want to hear your thoughts. Unbiased, whatever you want to say. Alex, let us you go first. I mean... Honestly, I really don't care about statues, bro. I think John said this before. Really don't care about statues. I just want I want some more tangible results coming out of this movement. We have so much power. We have so much so much power in our movement and that's been wasted. It's almost been dissipated dissipated week after week, you know. And you can see it you can almost see it now in like your feed. That almost aggressive movement towards Black Lives Matter. Has just dwindled down. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like it's a shame. So when I see a lot, when I see people posting about, you know, uh, let's petition to take the statue down, I'm like, why? I don't give a shit. No yeah. <laughs> one, I, I don't care. I kind of agree with Alex there because, like, it's like the saying we we all use the saying for us to like move forward. We need to know about history. We need to learn about history. If we're just gonna get rid of, like, yes, I don't care about the statues. I can see why people want to get rid of it. But the another thing I just came to realize is people are getting rid of the statues now because they only just found out what they meant. But now that we know what they are, that what they are, why are we getting rid of them? Why don't we okay, we're getting rid of them instead of destroying them, put them in a muse museum or something like that. Let people yeah. understand the history. Let people know, okay, this is what this person did. This is what that person rather than destroying it, then literally taking away more evidence to yeah. understand in history and how like things came to be. It's just little things like that. It's like someone yeah. said that a post where someone was like, people are saying, oh, we need to learn from history. But yeah, here they are deleting history. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just little things like that. No, I, I basically, I was, uh, this was like two weeks ago, I had a conversation with my mate, messaged me on Instagram asking like, he's like, oh, I don't know how to feel about this whole statue thing. And I was, I was of the same mindset. I originally didn't care um because again i didn't know the history of like that guy standing there that's yeah. been immortalized you know what i mean but um after learning about it i was like all right okay let's let's not destroy it but yeah let's move it into a museum and just put all the relevant information right next to it so everybody knows because it's not like you go to a museum and you only learn about good shit like yeah. it's good and bad so put that in a museum and put something else in its place like that 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 was my that was my point i was um i was driving to to my boy that was asking me about it and he was just like yeah you know what i feel fully agree because if you think about it when you go to like different cities they'll have monuments and stuff that they put there to attract tourists and they're yeah. like we're proud of this so we're gonna you know have it there so in my mind i was like all right, so is that the same mentality that was taken when you're putting up a statue? Like, you're proud of this person, so we're going to put you in the public eye. You yeah. know what I mean? So then I was like, all right, move the statue, museum, over and done with. Every, all the information that's needed yeah. is right there. Like, that was, that was my thought on it. Because I think it's one of those that I've constantly been split on. Because it's mm. like Alex says, I want something tangible. 
I can actually sort of yeah. feel and sort of benefit from. But at the same time, I understand people's anger towards it. So it's more like I want it to be a quick discussion. Just this is yeah. what we're doing. I don't want to be spending like this is the main point that we're discussing. And all of a sudden, it's anything you see on the newspaper is people defending statues. People want to take it down. And I'm like, look, this is not the point. Like, this is just a sub sub story. And one thing I try and sort of put myself into is that someone actually told me the other day that imagine you're in a Jewish community and there was just a statue of Hitler. And I know it's an extreme example, but that's yeah. like how it is. Someone who subjugated an entire race. And you could say, yes, we don't want to take it down for history, but constantly seeing that and him being oh, such yeah. a prominent figure would be so damaging for younger people growing up thinking, why is this statue here then? Mm. So it's like, if we're sort of starting to get educated about it, and the younger generation are probably going to be far more educated on this type of thing than we are, oh, yeah, they might sure. end up being like, why did they not do something? You know, why was this not even a talking point? Why do That's we still have a slave trader as a highlight of the skyline? Mm. So it's like, I agree with certain things. And there's, it gets difficult when it comes to talking to people like Winston Churchill, because obviously he did sort of help towards the war effort. But I also have to make a point that he wasn't the brightest person in the group. Everyone keeps forgetting oh. about a man called Atlee, who was also very significant to the war effort, but he doesn't have a statue. Mm. He was mm. probably the biggest brains behind Britain winning because Winston Churchill couldn't organize shit. He <laughs> couldn't even sit in Parliament. While Winston Churchill was going around doing all the tours and essentially like these like massive rallies and doing his famous speeches, the guy that was doing all the paperwork and keeping the chambers together and making sure all the MPs rallied behind the war was Attlee. Attlee was doing all the fucking hard work, but he doesn't mm. get the books because he wasn't a great speaker. But that's the thing, like that, like history is always written by the victor, isn't it? So yeah. the uh, so stuff, the stuff we know about is because of the person that won. You know what I mean, yeah. the one in charge. But yeah. it comes to like, how much good can you do to erase the bad stuff you think about? You know? Yeah. Because everyone knew that he was a massive sort of racist, especially against Indians. But it's like that's another conversation we're gonna have to have another at one point as well because people just keep yeah. ignoring that for some reason. It's been mm. going on for so long, but so long. Oh, like one battle at a time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the thing, like a guy called Dr. Shashi Tharoor, he's been fighting this for so long, being like Winston Churchill is not the kind of guy who should be remaining in history books. And people try and argue against it, like, oh, but Gandhi was a racist. But I'm like, he was subjugated for years. He just wanted to be on an equal playing field. Mm. When you have your entire country oppressed and taken advantage of, it's kind of hard not to hate the people oppressing you. Oh, yeah. Is where when you're like the person in power looking down on the others and being, he caused an entire famine that killed millions. Mm. Yep. Yep. That I know it's dark. It's dark, but <laughs> I'm just going on a little rant here. Like, if I say, Alex, if I said to you, what do you think about Joseph Stalin? Good or bad guy? Absolute stand up guy. Yeah. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. But do you know what I mean? Of course like, not. Joseph Stalin helped the war effort. If it wasn't for the Russians, we'd probably all be speaking German. But he Absolutely. caused a massive famine, killed millions, so we think this guy's a terrible person. What's the difference? 
<laughs> that's quite interesting, you know. That's that's very very interesting. It's almost it's almost back to what John said. You uh, know, obviously, uh, history is written by the victor. But just what yeah. you said actually just cemented that in my mind. Mm. That is crazy. Ex- yeah, it really. It's mad. I just want someone to actually come on yeah. one day who's in support, have a little debate with me, and be like, "Let's go." That'd this is a call to, to anyone to. listening who's a massive. <laughs> I'm calling you. Out. Email me at can't even lift um, on any social media to that email address is just like it's killer every time <laughs> bro hey, it's it. in my I link tree it. it's in the description i'm calling you you're coming on we're gonna go to so all right big boys black is beautiful black is excellent black is pain black is joy black is evident working twice as hard as the people you know you're better than because you need to do double what they do so you can level them black is so much deeper than just african-american our heritage been severed you never got to experiment Right, we're gonna dive into the middle years. I want everyone to talk about something they've experienced somewhere between high school and now that you would regard as not being okay. Mm-mm-mm. Where not where do we all start? Who wants to go first? Know. I'll go last. <laughs> I've so many experiences that. <laughs> where do you start? It's so hard to narrow down. Do you know what? I'll give you two really quick points that I actually sort of. Down. So high school, I think uh, we all, well, three of us went to Harris Academy. I won't name names, but there was this one teacher who actually sat, I'm going to say modern studies, just so people got a better idea, <laughs> who literally sat an entire class, entire class, right? And I'm sitting there, it's middle of summer, and then there's this fly, a fly hovering around me. I'm like, get away from me. The fly lands on my skin and it keeps like coming around my area and I keep just sort of trying to swat it. And the teacher's like, what are you doing, Rob? You're distracting the class. And I'm like, there are, there's a fly. And a few people started laughing. And do you know what she literally said? Literally. She was like, oh, well, because flies are kind of drawn to the color of poo. And that's probably why it's bothering you. Oh she my literally God. compared my skin color to shit. And <laughs> that was in the middle of class in front of oh 30 people. God. No one batted an eye. I had to sit there sort of like, <laughs> literally, wow, that just happened. <laughs> that is not okay. We had some Fucking questionable hell. teachers in Harris. I'm not going to lie. I had I had one more. I have one similar. Literally, just, just before you kick off, last one, right? And I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> when Afis came, first came to... Harris Academy, right? They were like, right, we need a welcoming party. So they thought, we'll pick the only other person of color. And they just went, well, Rob, you probably speak Nigerian. So, oh. and I'm looking at them like, you have all my details. I'm not even from Nigeria. Nigeria is not language. What is this? And it's sad because me and Afisa are obviously really good. The sort of pretense to it. I was like, this is so bad. This is not okay. Did you just walk up to him like, hey man, so this is school, let's go. Yeah, I literally was just like, dude, so we're probably like one of few, like maybe five black people here and um, just get used to that. <laughs> it's actually funny because the trend continued because when came, look, like, yeah, edit his name out. Don't don't put his name yeah, out. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, but I'll when he, he came in, it was just like, Fees, they didn't even just go a fees or Rob, it was a fees and Rob. Both. Right. This is the new black guy, friends. He's a ah. new black Nigerian. Here's your welcome party. Uh, <laughs> what a time. But yeah, no, the one, the one I had, this happened, I think it was second year high school. I'll only say it was chemistry. Mm. And I think I was doing, I think for some reason, I think I was just dumb in high school, to be fair. I was doing intermediate one 
chemistry. It must have been third year then, or I don't know. Anyway, uh, intermediate well, one chemistry. And I remember this was still quite fresh to when I just moved to Scotland. And, you know, I met this new chemistry teacher and I said, she asked me a question and I replied back. But I think the way I structured, structured the sentence wasn't quite right. And she literally looked at me and went, you're never going to amount to anything with that kind uh -huh. of English. And it was funny, like, she just paid me. And this is the best part. Following two weeks, she kicked me out of the class. I sat at the back by myself, didn't speak. There's only five people in the class, by the way, didn't speak, didn't do anything. She kicked me out because I came into class. Actually, no, I wasn't even late. I just came into class as the bell was going off. And she was like, get out. And I was like, what did I do? She was like, get out. You just annoy me, get out. So I got kicked out. I was just standing Literally. in the corridor. I think my head teacher was walking past. She was like, what are you doing outside? I was like, I just got kicked out. And you know, head teacher is always going to take the word of the teacher. And she went in to speak to the teacher. They were like, oh, you've been causing trouble. So we're not going to let you back into the chemistry class. So we're going to put you in your class by yourself, give you a textbook to learn by yourself. Which I was like, all right, cool, whatever. I mean, it upset me. The thing that even upset me the most wasn't the fact that I got kicked out of the class. It's just how am I going to explain this to my mom when I get home? Yeah. That was the only thing oh, yeah. that was bugging me. Bruh. So, you know, I got home, explained it to my mom. My mom, my mom's always had this. She's, she, she's, she doesn't say as much now, but at that time she's like, it's just racism. Don't worry about it. She was like quite understanding. And, you know, they put me in a separate class by myself for like the whole, like how long, like the whole year of like basically whatever Dude, year it was. That still pisses me off. And literally day. me every period for chemistry in a cubicle by myself doing the work, right? Would you believe the final exam we had, everyone in their class failed and I passed. And I didn't just pass. I got like a really good grade. I was hoping you were about to say that shit. Oh my days! Yeah. And like, I remember it. just, I remember just being like, "So, who who was causing trouble then? If I passed, and everyone else failed." <laughs> Yo, I can imagine you just like rolling past with like a cocktail. Oh, if I see that woman again, if I see that woman again, I, you know, maybe I might do that. I just carry my degree with me everywhere I go, just to be like, oh. I amounted to something. Oh, just like, man. I'm an engineer. What? That woman made me feel like dirt in high school. Oh, she hated me. Absolutely Yeesh. hated me. Bro, that wasn't mm. even your only one either. You had another one. Oh, I had another someone, one. Someone oh. mistook you for someone else. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. We've all had that one. <laughs> oh, no, but this spawned like one of the worst nicknames ever. Oh, God. Like, I was called Hamza for three years. And if you saw the guy Hamza, he's not, he's not even black. He doesn't even look, he looks nothing <laughs> like him. Like, oh, Joe, oh. it's so funny because this guy was the ugliest man you've seen. <laughs> not even similar to wow. face. It felt like, do you know when it feels like you're the guy who's looking at Hamza? There's nothing here, but everyone's like, oh, mate, they're the same. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy, right? I got in trouble as well. It was it was the French class, right? And she was calling out to register, and she was staring at me, going Hamza, but oh my, my name is not Hamza, so I'm not responding. And she oh goes, Hamza, Hamza, and it was one of my friends that nods me, being like, "Yo, I think she's speaking to you." And I went, "My name's not Hamza." She was like, "Yes, your name is Hamza. Why are you speaking?" I was like, "My name is not Hamza." My name is <laughs> I literally got in trouble trying to explain to a teacher my name isn't Hamza. It took her about 15 minutes to finally look at the register to be like, your name's Hafiz. Hamza is in, is in a different class. <laughs> oh, man. High school was great. Mate, I, honestly. I, I did not miss high school at all. <laughs> high school, when you think back, you're like, holy shit, this oh, was God. And it's like half the stuff you can't even explain to other people. My, my name in school registered, it wasn't even just Hafiz. It's Abdul Hafiz. So I don't even know where she's getting Hamza from. Throwing a better man. Oh, man. High school was fun.
and cool. like teachers head teachers like i'm not gonna lie we had a few good head teachers especially one i won't name names but there was one really good head teacher but it was hard because they always want to give the teachers the benefit of the doubt yeah because they just assume oh, the yeah. student's gonna lie to cover their mm. back so it's like it's like you can't explain it to your parents you can't explain it to your friends because it's it's just not really catered to believing you so it's just one of those <laughs> Jesus. Shout out to Mr. Ahmed, though. One man. Best math teacher. Oh, bro. Alexa, you're next. Hell yeah. Oh, man. See, this this whole high school thing, I have way too many stories. Like, looking back on it, though, it's like I didn't even think it was racism at the time. So it's it's like, yeah. Ugh. Crazy, crazy shit. Ah. I'm not even going to tell them all because there's way too many. But. <laughs> Top three. <laughs> Top three. So just getting into um, high school, I was, I'm not going to say I was the only black guy there because I, I wasn't, but I was one of like a, a few. And I was the only one that played basketball. So <laughs> I, was, I was the only one to play basketball. And then uh, in first year, I got one of the guys from Barmere was like, do you want to come play for us? You can obviously play. And I was like, yeah, sure. Blah, blah, blah. Did that thing. And right around then, I was starting to grow out my hair. So I was going for the afro and everything, just like going to get the cornrows and everything. And just my aim was to look like Lil Bow Wow and fucking like Mike. Mike. All right. That, that, was, that was my aim. So when, um, when we'd go out and we're, we're playing games, we'd because it was like, oh, it must have been like under 14s league. It was just a bunch of teams would come to the Meadow Bank and then we'd play, we'd spend a whole day playing a bunch of games. And every, almost every single game, I'd hear, oh, he looks like Lil Bow Wow, we're about to lose. And I went, you know what? That's what I wanted to hear. So I never, <laughs> like, I never yeah. saw it as something bad, you know? Um, it just kind of spurred me on a little bit. So like, in that sense, it's, it's it's like one of those ones where it was just accepted by me. But then my teammates were like, "Are you okay with that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, why wouldn't I?" Like, you know, I never I never thought anything of it. So yeah, that whole thing happened. It was probably the only instance that I can remember of like playing basketball and there being any type of possible racism. But yeah, through high school though, God, that is a that is a different story. Obviously, whenever I'd have my braids redone i'd be in an afro for a few days so going around school uh with a massive afro i just attracted hands to to my head you know oh my god it's oh, so soft. oh my goodness it's just oh look it feels great you can hide pencils in there oh my god pencil game was the worst yeah yeah i'd i'd come home with at least six pencils like just still just chilling in my fro so yeah there was that and the one thing that that really uh, got to me was we switched head teachers like maybe two three times and this one dude just i don't know if he just had it out for me but it felt like that you know yeah. I'd, i always had this hat that i'd always wear and walking around school he whenever he saw me he'd be like john take off the hat and i'm like all right cool whatever man chill and then it got to like maybe I don't know how many warnings, but I'd got the message. So coming in, coming in from lunch one time, his, his office is right next to the front door. So as I'm walking past his office, 
I just hear a voice and I'm, I'm literally a, just walked in the door. I'm about to take my hat off. And then he calls me into his office. So while I'm walking in his office, I'm, I'm taking my hat off and I'm like, is there a problem? And he just is like, right, you're getting excluded. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? He said, I've warned you so many times. You're just being uh, disobedient now. You're going to get excluded for a week. And I was like, uh, okay. So I had to literally just sit. I had to sit in his office while they called um, while they called my mum down to the school. And this, like, this is where Mumsy achieved like platinum G status. Like, she just sat. She sat in that office, listened to the dude, and just went, "Are you, are you serious? Like, you're excluding him because he wore his hat." And I just looked at her, and I was trying to contain all this laughter that was. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> she was d being dead serious she was like you're you're literally wasting my time for this like i had to come off of work you're 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 gonna tell me this is the reason and so yeah she just like i just stayed silent we uh headed out and she was just like look don't even pay that guy any mind i don't know what his problem is because my mom had never like you know racism wasn't like a, th a word or a thing that she'd tell me about constantly you know she yeah. just dealt with scenarios however you know it, it presented itself so yeah that was that was that was one that i was just like ah, i can't believe i've just been excluded for wearing a hat you know what i mean so, yeah yeah because i'm just like bro <laughs> it's not like you're wearing the hat in class it's just exactly. out and about going through hall to hall like yeah, that's his problem. Yeah, exactly. I get it, man. Actually, what you said there, John, though, is something I've been doing with my brother right now. I've not did it with my sister yet because he's only like eight years old. Right. But with my brother, like whenever he gets in trouble nowadays, I actually have to explain to him like things about racism and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Because for us, we might think, oh, you should already like, you know, how, like people are just assume you should already know something rather than actually passing on the information to you. Yeah. One of those things I feel parents always do a bad job about because they know about something, but they let you suffer anyway, rather than being like, give you the keys to be able to then, not even yeah. avoid, yeah, you can go through it, but at least you can adapt better. Yeah, yeah. it kind of almost would help you process it a lot better than yeah. you trying to figure it out yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, so it's that's one that's of those a big ones. Because I'm even thinking like, even when my nephew, he grows up, he's going to be mixed race kid, probably the only sort of one of black residents. In uh, in his whole in his whole school, and it's just like that's a whole topic in itself. Oh, yeah. I have to just sit there and be like, you might experience things slightly different from your friends. Mm. It's how it is. It's sad, and you don't mm. want to scare them. You don't want them to be like, yeah. fear of God. But it needs to be like slightly addressed. Like I imagine how most parents talk to if they have a daughter. Just like by the way, obviously this isn't right. But there's certain things that when you're walking the streets in the dark. Try and stay to main roads. Don't go down mm. alleyways. Just like yeah. little pointers yeah. being like, this is how you're going to have to navigate life because life isn't fair. It just isn't. And you have to take it for what it is sometimes. I actually just remembered one, like I'll tell this last story. Being in history, basically first year, there was obviously bullies, you know, we've, we've maybe all, you know, had that. But all the way through first year, there was bullying going on. And um, it was mainly like, two or three dudes that would just go for me and they just like try and say whatever but they didn't have the necessary ammo to really affect me so i just was like nah you know what like shrugging it off it's nothing and then we're all sitting in history and mr savage this is the history teacher's name 
rolls in the TV. I'm like, yeah, sweet. We're just about to watch a movie. Kirsty. He plays Roots. Oh. <laughs> oh, and yeah. as soon as as soon as the N word pops up, I just like I just hear the the fucking the guns cocking and each of their heads, they're like, we have the ammo now. As they collectively turned around to look at me, all I heard is like and I'm like, God's sake. Here we go. So yeah, from that moment on, N bomb constantly. And I was just constantly. like great this is this it is catches exactly you by surprise when you first yeah. hear it you're just like because wow, like that, that was directed at me okay. yeah i never i never really it wasn't like a, a word that i'd heard all the time and so yeah for these for these dudes to now just be like this is what i'm gonna add to my vocabulary to attack you i was just like uh great here we go but yeah and it's like it's so mad because it's so much deeper rooted like if someone just came at me and started calling me fat I'm not really gonna care too much. It might be a bit yeah. self-conscious, but I mean, I mean. <laughs> but like when someone tries to attack you very specifically like that, it's oh yeah, deeper, man. I don't yeah. people understand it either. But Alex, we want to dive into your recent memories. What you got? Um, um, Ooh. I've had a very what that mic edit that wrong. <laughs> was that was it loud? No, <laughs> it's just because it sounds crisp. Oh yeah. Oh damn! Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, um, <laughs> I've I've had two experiences that I will talk about, and actually, I've just had one. But I'd like to say something about the second one. Yeah. And so, when I was sixteen, or let's say fifteen or sixteen, and I was about to get my ears pierced, you know, just because I'm like, because I'm like, yeah, I'm into that. Let's try it out, you know, new look and all that. Mm. I will never forget what my mom said to me or she still continues to say to me she she said to me alex be careful because you're conforming to a stereotype and at that time i was like hmm what are you talking about mom and she was like listen you are born in this world a black man right so you're already disadvantaged right and i'm like hmm what do you mean and she's like you're you're born disadvantaged you're about to get your ears pierced so you have to work three times as hard as the white man to progress in life yeah, this is. I was like, "Whoa, this is this is this is hard." That's yeah, that's some heavy stuff to drop on you right there. Yeah, absolutely. And then she was like, "If you consider getting tattoos, you'd have to work four times as much. Why? Yeah. Because you're conforming to a stereotype." Yeah. I just want you to understand this because you're my son and I love you and this is how the world is. I just thought I would say that because that's. It's only now that I'm starting to get older. You know, I I'm understanding these things. Yeah. yeah. It's such a good point, though, because it's something even I'm probably all of us, but even my parents, they're always like really strict on me, never getting tattoos, never getting piercings, even yeah. like this little slit in my eyebrow or having my hair like a little messy. It's always been, you know, near enough bald has been most of my haircuts going up. And it's, mm. it is all those stereotypes that if I dye my hair instantly, I'm maybe a thug. Yeah. 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 Uh, life is um, tough, man. Yeah, so that was that was just an experience that I'm learning to not accept, but getting to the age where I'm I'm wise enough to understand why my mom's seeing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so the second point is <laughs> it's quite interesting. So it's back in high school, and um, I'm sure you guys understand the situation. So you know when you build like a rapport with like a friend, right, to the point where. You can make jokes that are, you know, you can make, you can make not racist jokes, but you can make jokes about 
you know, yeah. yeah. Dark humor, sir. Exactly, right? But because they're your boy, you've built that rapport, you know? Absolutely. So there was one time I was in a, (laughs) I was in a classroom and we were getting ready to pack up and I was talking to my boy and we're about to leave. And I say quite loudly, oh, it's because I'm black. <laughs> and he starts <laughs> laughing as well, right? And the teacher, the teacher at the time kind of looked at me weird and was like, hmm. And then as we're leaving, she, she, she confronts me as I'm leaving. And she's like, I don't like how you've said that. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she, she kind of just knocks it off and, you know, she doesn't, she, she doesn't dive deep enough. She doesn't tell me, Right. I'm like, right, this teacher's just weird. So I walk, I, I go home, right? Next day in, my year head is like, right, you're actually, um, I've, I've had to calm down this teacher because she wants you excluded. What? <laughs> what? That escalation. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. so, first. Holy shit. So, oh. <laughs> I remember this. I remember this, Alex. So. <laughs> So <laughs> I was like, hmm, can I ask why? And she and um he said because she felt like people would get the wrong idea about I, I can't remember what he said exactly. People would get the wrong idea of of how she was conducting her classrooms. And I was like, that makes no fucking sense, bro. Exactly. Well, teacher. So if someone's wrong, or rather than you being a human being and a teacher of kids to just sort it out in that instant. You go to a year ahead and tell them, I can't do my job. So can you just exclude this student? So I, I, I've always given her the benefit of the doubt. I was like, maybe she didn't understand how to conduct her or she, she, she didn't know how to, how to approach me or to talk to me because she tried to and she let it go. But it was after I had that conversation with my year ahead, I went up to talk to her and she was almost kind of scared of me. Like, she was kind of scared of talking about the Bro. subject. So I That's never really got an answer. Can you can you say the name of the teacher? Robo editor. Uh, it was, it, was. It, it was a substitute teacher that came in only briefly. I cannot. I swear to God, I can't. I cannot remember this woman's name. But no, she, was a, she was a teacher coming in and trying to get you expelled. Right. Excluded. Yeah. Excluded. Yeah. Like 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 you don't know. Still. You don't. You don't know. You don't. You don't know you the don't... context of it either. Exactly. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's always important. Fuck. It was so bizarre. I I didn't know how to handle. I swear, I didn't know how to handle this situation at all. I was laughing the entire time. Yeah, and that's no, the but- problem we have sometimes. Because when we get into trouble for something so ridiculous, we can't help ourselves but just to laugh because yeah. we can't fathom how ridiculous it is. Exactly. Well, yeah, that, that was that's like that's 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 a double edged sword on that one because we like we've been brought up that way. Like we we need to make light of some things to just yeah. get sometimes you know so that's what like it makes us feel better but at the same time it makes them think it's like it's either okay or you know it's it's fine to just brush over type of thing like yeah it's 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 yeah. a double it's, it's almost like that feeling like i've said this rob during exams like when we're in an exam room and you've seen me laughing for no reason just not fail that exam like <laughs> it's not because i'm happy i failed it's so true but i need to find light that. and I've like yeah <laughs> do you know, do you know what? It kind of makes me. It reminds me of what I don't know if I want to mention. He's quite a prominent basketball player. Let's just leave it at that. It's not you, John. I was going to say I'm uh, a prominent. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's basically it's mad to think that these people have like a position of power, but they're mm. not trained to sort of represent situations that might happen when you have 
a diverse classroom it's like yeah. even when it comes to like going into health centers or going to hospital it's also a very different thing trying to draw blood from someone who's of darker pigmentation oh it's so different i, yeah. I remember going to hospital and the lady saying oh i can't see your veins and i'm like well yeah, i have yeah. them <laughs> like, <laughs> corpse <laughs> and she kept jabbing my arm and i was like can we can we get someone else here like <laughs> I've got like five holes in my arm right now, and you haven't got. You're like so, a fountain. <laughs> yeah, do you know when you just get blood spots, and I'm like, um, are you like a professional here, or? Yo, they just hit oh, you with a, with a student nurse that really didn't know, probably. And a lot of I know a lot of trainee doctors who have just never thought about it. They've never been like, huh, I didn't realize. There's some things that could affect you medically being a darker skin color. Mm. And people are just not taught it. They're only ever taught on people on models who are white. That's is... actually sorry, carry on. I don't know. No, I know. It's just like I'm just finished quickly. It's not like a massive point. Well, obviously we're all human, but there's like a select few things like maybe skin conditions like eczema or even rashes that yeah. certain things like might actually bleach your skin and you don't want that. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that's been a petition in America somewhere. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because there's been sayings of, like, more black women in labor die than, like, white oh, women I've in seen, labor because that, yeah. there hasn't been enough testing and things carried out for people specific, like, skin colors. Because what they just use as general for one skin type and they just apply it to everyone else rather than, like, actually looking deeper into it. I mean, don't quote me on that. I'm just paraphrasing. So Yeah, yeah. Have you seen, have you seen the... Uh the clip that was floating around of the black lady in hospital that was um i can't remember if she'd just given birth or she was just in for you know some medical issue but she was literally getting like restrained so that she'd take this injection even yeah. though she knew herself that she didn't need the injection the the doctors were like look you need this and then they got like i think like four or five nurses in to like hold her down to make her take this injection and yeah like a, a lot of the time people are like oh you know if it's a white woman and she's just said you know oh you know what i don't feel like a certain way so maybe this injection is gonna you know affect me you know differently so yeah. can we just yeah. hold off for a second they'd immediately listen to her but it's a black lady they, they just like held her down just restrained her and made her have this um what country do you know oh this is the states this is the states because this is someone i've also come to appreciate a little bit about the uk don't get me wrong the uk has its own type of racism yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a certain level i've come to appreciate over here that i'm like okay i don't need to worry about things like that Mm, mm. Yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah, it's just like um, one of those things that I have to say that's unique. Even just living in Scotland is that people I think are generally more understanding and are just more of the ignorant faction. Yeah. They just don't know, haven't been educated, or just haven't been around people of color long enough to understand these situations. This is why I think conversations like this are good, and we're not the type of people to jump down people's necks for just not no. knowing. No, it's when you're like willfully ignorant <laughs> and oh, you just man. don't want to know. That's mm. the that's the problem. Yeah, that was that was the distinction I was making for for a friend of mine. They were like, uh, oh, what what's like there's not really that much racism here. I'm like, no, okay. America seems to wear on their sleeve, so it's there, it's prominent. Yeah. You know I mean? In the UK, it is so sly. 
Like there. <laughs> Dom straight. Yeah. Exactly. It's like the conversation me and Alex had the other day. I mean, I'm, I don't even know the person's name, but Alex don't mention that person's name. Everybody <laughs> like the person was complaining that like most people that come to this country like take all the benefits and stuff. And I was like, <sighs> you want a visa, you don't get any benefits. That, yeah. They just don't know. Understand how hard I had to work just to pay my fees. Like Sheesh. people don't understand little things is like, oh yeah, you just come to this country and you take all our benefits and stuff. I'm like, bro, if immigrants got benefits, they would not be complaining. Mm-hmm. Nope. Never even hear from them. It's it's scary. Because people don't realize that the hard work you're putting into is because you make things look easy. That mm. everyone just thinks, oh, they've had everything handed. But yeah. I'm like, um, no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's, no it's been no. hard. I just like to smile because if I, if I remain sad all the time, you'll probably arrest me. Angry black. Woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Like, so, some people, you, I don't know if you, you've had this, but they're like, um, I have had this in everywhere that i've worked john you're so unapproachable you need to smile more uh and i'm like D- um okay first of all there's there's nothing wrong with me not smiling second of all what what why what's what's the problem what do you think and they're like everybody just seems to think you're sad and i'm like no that's just my resting face or if i'm focused i i, I look intensely focused so like people will just immediately be like Yo, he's either really angry or he's about to like, I don't know, fucking snap some shit in half. I, I, I don't know People what's gonna happen. And you're sad. Then yeah, they just approach you and be like, Yo, are you okay? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. not the first. That's not the first words that come out of the mouth. They're like, Hey, you need you need to smile more, man. Oh my god. And they're like, You need to step off. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> then that makes me angry. <laughs> just, sure. The last time someone said that to me in a bar, I think it was like some girl I was serving. She was like, Oh, you need to smile more. I just went next. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't having it. Yo, can, can I actually? Can I say something quite interesting? Uh, I don't know if you guys have had this, but um, have you ever been told that you don't sound black enough or you're not black enough? Yes. <laughs> I can feel the, this, this pot stirring. I think we're diving into recent memories territory. So let's, let's just drive straight into it. I don't, I don't even care at this point. Let's just go. Black is beautiful, black is excellent. Black is pain, black is joy, black is evident. Working twice as hard as the people, you know you're better than, cause you need to do double what they do so you can level them. Black is so much deeper than just African American. Our heritage been severed, you never got to experiment. I had one actually, this happened in uni. This was very recent. I don't speak to this person anymore. We are just sitting, it was like, so imagine you literally just spent almost 18 hours in uni, you're trying to get this coursework done and some idiot just comes out and be like, Man, you're not even that, but you're not even like black. Like you don't uh, even do the, like the the things you see black people doing on the internet. Like you don't do all these dances, you don't you don't like post all these videos. And I'm just like, excuse and you know when you're tired at this point, there's no filter you're just, like, you're just like oh, I just went in. <laughs> I just went in. I'm not gonna say more you have to handle it. It was more anger than more than thoughts. I don't blame but, you. Like, Oh God, I hate that statement. You're not even black. I'm like, so what? So what is the shade on me? Like, <laughs> bro, it's just tan, man. It's just tan. Yeah, man. I wake up every morning, apply the special <laughs> cream that we all get. Don't tell them, though. Don't tell them. It's a secret. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Cute. I'm like, bro. I'm actually gonna. Um, so 
I think <laughs> just just um from that, Afis, I've actually had a similar experience, right? And it's always it's always to do with girls sometimes, you know? And so I I don't know, I don't know how it is, but like obviously in, in Scotland, right, there's a lot of English people, you know, there's a lot of black English people and just people from like very black people from different backgrounds, right? Yeah. And so it kind of feels like so I'm well spoken and I'm approachable, right? We'll just say that, right? Yeah. And so people and so girls in particular, like, you don't really seem black. Like oh, you, don't, you know, and and I'm like and I I play along. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, you just, you don't yeah. sound black. I'm like, what am I supposed yeah, right. to sound like? Yeah. That's the, that's the money question right there, man. That's what I like to call diet racism. Because <laughs> you, know, you know what they want to say. Yeah. You know exactly what to say, but you play dumb to be like, oh, oh how, how does a black man meant to? Well, that's the best part. It's always when it's, a, it's someone from a different race trying to tell you what you should sound like in your yes life. yes what yes Dude, where no. is my individualism individ individ in and that's another you way of saying oh you don't oh, sound we get it, we get it. like that's just being them being like oh but i thought black people were dumb like you, you're smart so you don't sound Dude. black like oh, so i've had that before as well just like, from it's... just from what afis and alex said there i'm gonna say two things to rattle off right one do you feel like you need to sort of you make yourself seem smarter than people perceive you to try and prove a point. And two, have you ever been in a situation where you're kind of scared that a girl likes you for the idea they have Ugh. around your color instead of for you? It's almost Bro. like you're being fetishized, you know? Bro, yeah, that's a whole different dynamic that I... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. That's it. That's the, that's the, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> this, this is, <laughs> oh, this is personal for me because oh. this is oh, personal cool, for me, man. And I find this happening a lot recently as well, especially as I'm getting older and I'm, I'm getting a bit more serious about the people that I invest my time into, you know mm. what I mean? So I'll give you an example. So <laughs> I was, so I was speaking to a girl, right? And the entire time. Throughout, like, the whole interaction, she was comparing me to past people, to, 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 to past, past, <laughs> to past experiences. And it felt so disgusting. Man, mm. I know exactly what you mean. Wait, wait, Alex, give a little bit more detail so people actually understand what you mean. She was comparing them to her past conquests. Yeah, so, so <laughs> let's say she's experienced, like, a Nigerian man before, right? So she's oh. like, oh, I've I've been with a Nigerian guy. They they have big dicks, you know. They're they're strong. They've got big shoulders, all that. And I'm getting these questions based on the premise she's had someone like that before. And yeah. so it, uh, it yeah. feels disgusting. I don't know what it, it feels. I it's feel, wrong, man. yeah, man. I don't even feel like I'm being judged for for myself. I feel like I'm being judged for my color, where I'm, where I'm. Do you know what I mean? It it feels so disgusting and so yeah that's that's the word just disgusting do you know why you feel disgusting because just put it put it this way right i'm just going to give everyone an analogy for anyone's listening you, you really listen to the words they're using it's not like you have a strong personality or you're charismatic or you know yeah. most nigerians i've met are really good at cooking it's very 
very like you're on a lineup and it's like oh well this guy much stronger than you this guy that's it. run faster than you <laughs> he taller what you got what are you oh, offering what are you offering so that i can invest my time in you my twist <laughs> oh God. go on guys know. i'm quite interested in what you guys have to say go on <laughs> I just want to, I just have the short bites. Like how many of you, hands up if uh, a girl's ever come up to you and be like, oh my God, we would have the greatest mixed Children. babies. Mm. Bro, mm. Like, like all the time. There's no, Literally. I don't even need to count like, every time. There was one specific girl, right? In my high school that she, I actually have to respect her on this point. She made it known that she had a fetish for black guys, right? This this is this is fucking god like S two S three and I'm like damn you early, um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> she made it known right from the get go and she said what she wanted in life she just wanted to have little mixed race babies and you know that's all she wanted she let that be known that's right mad. and. At the same time, yeah, you're right. It's mad, but she wasn't trying to hide it. So I, I immediately was like, you know what? You, you, you're saying that straight. That's what you like. I respect you. You do your thing, All right? And then she, like, no, I think she has like three or four little mixed race babies. So she did what she said. Wow! That she <laughs> wow! As, yeah, that's, that's a mission. Like, so I don't, I don't even, I don't even knock her for that. But it's the people that like. When you kind of point it out, they get a little bit defensive about it. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and it's like, come on, like let, let's just let's just have this conversation. You know, it's that's why. And it's yeah. like, no, I just like this, that, and you're like, you're listing characteristics that aren't of the personality. You're just mm. uh, that's it. It's purely of the physical, and that is it. You know it's I mean, weird. Yeah. Like, do you know that's that's something I want to teach young black men, especially because I'm not gonna lie. When I was like 16, 17, and didn't really have a thought about this, when I just see a girl who's interested in me, I'm just like any other guy, red blood. Me, I'm like, hey man, whatever it is, <laughs> let's just dive straight in. You know, I don't care. She's like, I like your hair. I'm like, well, if this is what I need, then let's do it. But I think it's teaching others to be like we shouldn't settle for those kind of standards to be like, this is the only attention. I don't care if I go the rest five years being single now because I know my worth. And it's like, I don't want to be just a character to you to like hold up and be like, oh, you know, I'm not racist. I, I date a black guy or, you know, uh, you know what they say about black guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, man. Even all of us just sitting here, we're all very different. You can't just say yeah. like, either one of us are our same personality or even just like same tastes in music yeah. or even sports like yeah for sure for sure i don't get it oh man oh what was i what was i gonna say again no my little brother okay my younger brother he was he was um he was in high school coming up around the time when when jungle fever was a, a serious thing um so he like he would just and he would relish that shit like he would love it you know what i mean but it's like he did tell he did say like there was one scenario where like he did like the girl and he's just like from afar just like seen her like oh you know what she's actually 
you know, quite beautiful, blah, 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 and was making a move towards her. And then she just starts listing like the physical that, that she was like, oh, like, I really like, you know, this about black guys. And so, da, 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 da. and he was just like, it was one of them ones where he's walking towards her. Like, if you imagine the scenario, smoke coming up from behind her, she's just in the distance, he's walking mm. towards her, and then just like sexy ass music playing. And then she just says that, and it just goes like, record scratch and she's he's like <laughs> right okay cool and then just like walked away you know type of thing like yeah it, just, it breaks the whole image almost for you of the person when they just they don't you know they don't refer to that. you as you yeah instead of like yeah, yeah. exactly I'll, I'll tell you what right my beautiful white females if you're if you're listening to this right that's the, <laughs> that's the most sing that's the single way right to ruin something serious you might have with a potential person of color mm. referring to them as their color than as a person don't do that we don't yeah. like that <laughs> but also also if they feel that way and you're in a relationship have that conversation wherever with like with your partner let them know it's not it's not gonna end, like it's not like the guy's gonna turn around and be like well now i hate you because no yeah it's just to let them i've had that kind of, i've had that conversation before and yeah. it does help so yeah. oh, yeah. that's, that's but just know when to read the room it may be awkward as hell, but it does help. Like yeah. it's supposed to be awkward, you know. And hey, that, see when you mentioned about like trying to sound more white. If any of you's watched that movie, sorry to bother you. No. Yes, that's good. For anyone who hasn't watched it, tune in. It's actually oh, quite funny. Definitely watch it. Like just just off of the line that I saw in the trailer, just like man, I'm not I'm not you know getting past any of these calls. And old boy is like, use your white voice. I've seen the trailer. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. I want to watch. I want to watch that yeah. movie. No, yeah, yeah. like if and you're gonna take anything away, just watch that movie. John's crazy. I was actually going to bring that up. We, everyone in this chat has like, and I don't, I don't want to use that term. We have voice. a white voice, but we oh, don't yeah. have a white voice. One hundred percent. I didn't even realize that on sometimes. <laughs> this is a problem I have yeah. as well. Yeah, it's hard because I definitely notice that I talk differently when I'm talking to my close friends and guys of color. To when I'm like in a business setting or like talking to a boss or or even just mm. any random white friend, I'm like, mm. it's not yeah. the same. Because I feel like they're gonna catch me on maybe some words that I'm pronouncing differently, or yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah. kind of have that you have that guard up, and you're like, Yeah, definitely. There's been times I've tried not to like put it on as well, but because it's just something I do so naturally, it just happens yeah. automatically now. Yeah. It's like that Obama meme where he's like going through the uh the locker room. Oh, Oh, what's up, my brother? Yep. <laughs> just like handshaking the people, like, yep. He nice leans over, there. Just like, <laughs> he, he's a quarter black. Afternoon, my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's actually crazy. Do you know, the last um, thing I want to talk about on recent, and it's something that I feel like um, we've probably all encountered when we're sort of interviewing for a job or even just applying for a job. It's so much harder even just having a non-white sounding name automatically. Mm. But let's say you have a white sounding name. Let's say you sound white quotation marks on the phone, which kind of like me and John are in that situation where you sound white <laughs> on the phone, we have a white sounding name on paper. Then you go meet them in person and you get that sort of, huh? <laughs> Crazy oh, thing so is, you're Robert. I've had that before. My last, actually, let me not, let me not mention places. But I've had that before, and it was like I had three stages of um, phone call interview. Yeah, you know, use my, I don't like saying it, but my 
let's just say use my business voice mm-hmm. all right you know did it all and got to like oh we'd like to meet you blah 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 i mean yes obviously the name abdul is not a white name but you know they probably thought i was like you know maybe arabian, from like maybe. arabian pakistan or like you know so you know i walked into the room and the guy that was interviewing me he just walked in he was like abdul hafiz and i went hire me and he went like you guys went huh nice mm. to meet you <laughs> it's always that huh and yeah. you know what that huh means you Instantly. know and the best part is it's like when you see like it's always the first initial contact because there's always a look they give before the huh mm. it's the then the huh then the oh shit reacts recover nice <laughs> to meet you this is my name that's so oh. bad because there's so many times i want to be like you've never met me why sometimes, would you be surprised though, sometimes though i can't blame them because at the end of the day we are all playing a game we need to play that game to get to that stage some and people just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So if they were happy with what they heard, then at least, and if they see us in person, all they need to now see is, can they deal with our face? And that's mm. something I've come to learn. That's the thing. If someone thinks you have an annoying face, you're not getting a job. It doesn't matter how good True. you are at that True. job. If you look annoying, you're not getting that job. Right. Well, the thing, it makes sense because they've got to see you every single bloody day. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they put you in a cubicle space station where they can't see you. If I ever start opening my gym business, I, I know exactly type of hiring techniques i'll be using i won't, I won't <laughs> obviously say them i'll just be like oh paul, paul. <laughs> you're paul not what i was expecting but here we go <laughs> i'll be like what what's that i'll be like yeah nah i got a we'll get back to you right i'm i, I know you said um a feast that you're not gonna name any companies but i'm about to name job right okay so um yeah. <laughs> mumsy it always comes back to mumsy because we we go you know we experience all the same shit all the time but she worked at the white company and now um i don't know if you've ever heard of the white Ironic. company they, they they sell uh they sell some bougie stuff like candles for 100 pounds type of stuff and cashmere socks yeah. like, god damn yeah so for anyone what? listening it's kind of like your sort of joe malone ernest jones brand they're on Jordan. Like very upmarket, you know? I can't imagine buying a candle for two vergers. That's mad. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me you guys got that joke. If not, I don't have a life. <laughs> I mean, oh, we got man. it, but I don't know if the audience will. <laughs> and that's staying in. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, that has to. But yeah, so... One one of these shifts that Mumsy's got, this old white lady comes in. Mumsy's uh, is at the front door because literally in that job and the job that she has now, she keeps getting told that oh you have a lovely smile and you know you know people just you, you greet people well da 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 and she's just like whatever. So she's standing at the front door and this old white lady walks in and that she's not even been around the whole store yet. She comes straight to my mum and just immediately is like. So this is the white company. And my mom goes with a smile on her face. Yes. And she's like, you're black. <laughs> Say it. Mumsy just like kept the smile on her face. But like she in, in the back of her mind, she has already gone super saiyan and crushed this woman. Like mm. she honestly, she kept it together. But like a coworker heard and immediately was just like, excuse me, miss. You can't say that. Like, can you just, can you just leave? Um, and like, that was the end of that. They squashed it. My mom was like, oh, it's nothing. It's no big deal. Blah, 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 blah. 
So um, she leaves that place, but she's still pally with um, some of the people that work there. So when I was looking for just like a Christmas temp job, she managed to get me in there. And like, I'm not thinking anything of it, but I'm, I'm working in the stockroom. I'm never seen. I, I, I literally don't see daylight whenever I'm in there. And so my boys roll up and they come into the store. They've just played basketball out of Drummond. And they ask one of the employees, they're like, is John here? And I roll up in my black apron, you know what I mean? Just like come to greet them. And I'm just like, what are you guys doing? And if you just imagine, right, the, the scene, everything totally white, right? The people and the products. <laughs> totally white. And these dudes stroll in just like, we're doing everything. We're just like, you know, dapping up all that. <laughs> They're loud as hell and they're going, man, what, why aren't you out in the front? Why aren't you in the front? And it didn't like, it never dawned on me. And they're just like, oh, they keeping you in the back because you're black. And I just went, <clears throat> I went, oh shit, are they? It's like, sorry, John, <laughs> uh, you kind of make the customers feel uncomfortable. Right, like, <laughs> you oh. this? I'd never thought about this, but I... I, this was one of my dark times, right? But I worked in Hollister for a bit. Ooh, pun intended. There were three, <laughs> three of us that were black. And I yep. only just realized this now. All three of us worked in the stockroom. Yeah. None of us were front sales. Exactly. Like, it's, it's almost like I, you don't know if they're doing it on purpose, though. Yeah. Or just like yeah. this like, or... thing. Like, they're just like, you, you, you work well in the back. Like... Well, that's the thing. Oh, that's it's like you can't prove it because it's not on the surface. It's very mm. like just yeah. going by feeling. And any time you just like, I have a feeling, anyone will just be like, yeah, but it probably isn't that. Just like them saying that, me not even realizing it. Them saying that, yeah. and I was just like, oh shit, uh, you might be right. <laughs> like, damn. And then they made all yeah. the noise, head Yo, back in. Like, they, they literally walked around the whole shop, were like, a candle for a hundred pounds? Are you mad? <laughs> like shit, like. <laughs> and I'm there like, guys, putting my white voice on. Guys, can you please, guys, can you please just, um, can we not do this right now, guys? <laughs> oh my god, Rob, what's the name of that movie where it is just that one talking black guy going around me like, that's whack, damn, shit. What's that oh, movie called? I don't know, man. Nearly any is it film movie back disaster? in the 2000s. Huh? Disaster movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, disaster yeah, yeah. movie. Like the and they had the one scene where another black guy was in the party and another black guy went like, yo, man, this is, this may be only one black guy here. You're going to have to leave. Like, white <laughs> white people can't handle too many black people at one place at one time. Like, come on. Oh, man. yeah. Uh, oh, it can't make them uncomfortable, ridiculous. you know? I just love, it's like, I don't want to sound like I'm bashing and I don't want anyone to think I'm bashing white people or anything. But it's just weird that the majority will be white in a room or in an office or in a workplace and everyone will be fine about it. But if you had the majority being Asian, being Indian, being black, people just inherently feel slightly uncomfortable. And it's like, you shouldn't. Well, We're all yeah. integrated. This is know? one thing I've always explained to people when it comes to like racism and like being comfortable. I said to someone, I was like, you can never understand how someone feels in terms of that until when you go to go and live in another country where you are the minority because yeah. that's when you really start to understand like what you think is normal it's only normal to your perspective yeah like there's no and that's yeah. something i hate there's no such thing as normal no mm, so because where that's... what you grow up doing 
doesn't mean that's what other perspective yeah it's mad because british people and every british person holiday to places like spain or france or anyone in europe and expect british food fish and chips full scottish full or english or breakfast. Expect them to speak english yeah and a lot of people will try because it's when the yeah, money's at the customers yeah but then nobody nobody has that same respect when it comes to people coming here but damn things things i feel like things i, mean, I don't think it happened i've said this to rob i don't i think it was alex said this too i don't think things would change in our generation but i think no it's kind of set things up for the next generation to like yeah have i've a just accepted that as well just like we are the paving stone we're just like plowing the ground for the people behind us to like put the seeds in for mm. it to grow i'll take it i'll take it a little further i don't think even as this generation as the the next generation progresses, it'll change yeah i feel like i feel like racism or just general discrimination will always 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 will be a thing why because humans cannot understand other humans on an emotional and spiritual level until we're able to find a way to connect you know at, at that at that foundational level we're never going to be able to understand each other and so as sad as it is i've kind of given up hope for equality until someone creates this machine honestly as sad as that sounds this, I've... this is why yuchi Madara was right we just need to <laughs> 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 everyone together <laughs> Yo, bro, bro. For anyone who doesn't, like, I don't think anyone will know except us. That's a Naruto reference anime. Madara was one hell of a guy. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, the Uchi oh. has faced some hell of a racism. I'm not gonna lie, bro, bro. I related with Uchiha oh, yeah. so hard. Those guys got crippled. Oh my god. <laughs> It's actually funny how Naruto is so oh, deep in so many levels that we didn't even realize. This is some shit that people don't understand about anime. Like, it's not no, just like random shit. Good. It's like just storytelling on a different level. Right? You know what I mean? Like, and they, they do I'll, get. I'll tell, you what, I, I'll tell you what. I think it does get deeper than like movies and series. Oh, oh yeah. Why? Why? Oh, yeah. Why? Because. Oh, if you get like I don't know, bloody like Aaron out of Attack on Titan shouting, ah, right? You're gonna oh, feel that, bruv. If you get some random guy doing that in a movie, you're gonna be like, what's he doing, man? You just got a bad actor immediately. <laughs> Come on, why is this guy shouting in my face? Show up, like Any anime building, they build the character so well that you feel everything that leads up to stuff oh yeah even if it's like filler episode you're like yeah i know why he's motivated this this might be just me but like um you ever felt it on that level so that when they're in a fight you're, you're <laughs> always dodging a little bit <laughs> <laughs> when they're just doing like hand to hand shit, you're just like oh, oh. bro but oh, you feel yeah. it when they get yeah, that yeah. one good hit in and you're like oh you're like, mm, that was a power <laughs> shot you're like yes yes yeah. <laughs> like, that's my oh bro <laughs> bro but but to to actually to actually touch back to alex's point like it, it's never going to happen like i i thought that and to be honest to, to a point i kind of still think that i was i was um i don't know if any of you guys well you you guys probably know aleem uh the dj dj yeah, I was, having, I was having this conversation with him and um, basically said that I, I don't see any sort of like, you know, resolution happening because it's like it's like uh, Independence Day 
and um, and Watchmen, like those movies. In those two movies, at the end of it, it was everybody, all the whole world came together. There was world peace because they all had one thing to hate. Yeah. Yeah. We had an Independence Day with the aliens, and in Watchmen, it was Mr. Manhattan. Yeah. Just and he, and it was at the end of Watchmen that, like, it only hit me like a couple weeks ago Bro. when I rewatched it. And I was like, "Damn, that was deep." Because dude was like rooting for the bad guy. Yeah, like bad guy explained the whole thing, and Mister Manhattan just kind of stood there and was just like, "You're right," and then just left, <laughs> and knew how it would how it would pan out afterwards because everybody would have just this one figure to hate and just unite around that. And that just seems to be, you know, Which how humans. Sad, yes, that's literally how we what you just said. Because we need something to hate for us to come together. It's I mean, exactly. Look at, I think Trump was probably one of the few, like one of the few recent ones that spawned that, where people have finally come to like a common ground at least. Well, I'm not saying everyone, but there's yeah, been yeah. a little bit of a unite. Whereas, like, people are like, nah, we don't like this guy. Mm, mm, that's what for happened. sure. Do you know any time I've seen a film or an anime that's adopted that concept, it's usually done really well. And everyone yeah. says that's a good villain because it's like the villain isn't inherently bad. He just says he understands human nature and there's yeah. no curbing that. There's no good, peaceful outcome. There's only going to be a massive evil that everyone can stand behind. And after a great destruction, you get an even greater peace yeah like that's that like, whole that's the whole like thanos argument as well like yeah, all of bro. it oh, well, go in a whole digression on thanos it's oh. actually crazy that you haven't seen endgame oh you need to watch it because when you just dive into the whole we need more resources for a dying planet you kind of go well thanos got a point <laughs> hold on rob a feast you want my disney plus uh, login like you could just like <laughs> i actually just sign up for try on just watch it i just keep forgetting you need to get into that man there's so wow. many references oh yeah like <laughs> oh, before we man. digress any harder it's true. been intense well yeah true oh, wow. black is beautiful black is excellent black is pain black is joy black is evident working twice as hard as the people you know you're better than because you need to do double what they do so you can level them black is so much deeper than just african-american our heritage been severed you never got to experiment our final topic because we have definitely been eating into some time we're probably going to be looking into one of our longest episodes mm -hmm. and i think it's unescapable to talk about this man who could potentially be the president of United States? It is Kanye West, Kanye 2020. The campaign simply called Yes. <laughs> it's going to be everyone's birthday party, man. Everyone's birthday when he wins. Right. His words. This. I'm going to go first. Go on. So the thing I have with Kanye is we already know he's got his ego and everything he does. I don't want to say everything because I don't really know what he does behind the scenes. But most things he does is for himself. And the problem I have with this is we're already living a we're already living in a time right now where a lot of people believe black people are just stupid and dumb and have no leadership and nothing. Mm -hmm. So for a guy like Kanye who's already been bouncing left and right with no real like determination and like goal on what he right. actually wants to then yeah. come what four months before the actual election to be like I'm running for president for me it's just 
like a backhanded slap to just black people in general because one doesn't seem like he has a true plan two he probably just has an album coming out that he's trying to promote which is true because him and dr dre have been working on an album together he does yeah he does have an album and it's one of those things where i'm just like i know you're doing it for your personal clout to get attention to yourself and to put yourself in the same level as all these other famous people but he's forgetting this is actually affecting millions of people now it's not just him yeah and that's the problem I have with it. Like at, before, when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, Kanye, go for it. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, when was that? Like 2016 or something? Yeah. Yeah. So you're already like, oh, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Do you think? But yeah, I mean, part of me, I'm happy that I, that I don't live in America because I would not want to have to choose between Honestly. Trump, Biden, or Kanye or Biden. Like, mm-hmm. I think my problem with Kanye, as much as I love his music, when it comes to political stances, he doesn't realize that what he says as a very prolific black man, even whether or not he wants it to, it does and will represent the entire community. So when he's sitting there saying like, oh, I think it's racist to be voting democratic or I don't believe in abortion clinics to be open and coming out with statements saying that he's essentially anti anything that's the Bible, it paints everyone else with the same brush. Yeah. And you sit there like, wow, why? That's what happens when you leave Kanye and Chance the Rapper in one room together. <laughs> okay, hold on. Right, Chance <laughs> the fact The fact that Kanye didn't use Chance the Rapper's version of Waves still gets me. It, it, it hurts my soul. True. It hurts my soul. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, Kanye, he just needs... He needs some milk. Needs. I don't really know. He like, needs. I would say he needs Jesus, but man, the guy who thinks he's found it. I think he still needs to fucking keep looking. <sighs> I wouldn't right. like. It. I think what Kanye really misses is that friendship between him and Jay Z he once had. He just needs that big brother figure again, someone to just help him. Yeah. Like, he's lost his mom, and ever since that, he's not really had anyone to guide him. Because I know we always like underestimate like actually having guidance and someone to actually like lead you in the right way and speak to you, but like. He doesn't seem like he has anyone in his like side no. that goes out of him right now. It's it's one of those ones where it seems like everybody's just so fed up that they just leave him to his devices. Whereas that is actually yeah. more dangerous yeah. than destructive. Than, yeah, than actually you know sticking with him and trying to just like get the point across. But um, the thing that really stuck out for me about Kanye earlier this year. Me and my girl went to All Star Weekend in Chicago. Oh, look at you. They, bro, it was the best trip of my life. I'll just say that right now. But anyway, that's not the point. So I don't know if you guys remember the intro to uh, the big game on Sunday, but they had like a bunch of Chicago legends, like not even just about sport, just like artists, like all type of artists, musicians, graffiti artists, painters, all that. They had, I think. They had uh, D-Wade, Buddy Guy, and uh, two other dudes. But Kanye wasn't in there. And you'd think as... Kanye is one of those biggest artists, yeah. Exactly. Like, how is he not involved? And then rumors started coming out that um, he was asking for, like, a silly amount of money to be included in all that. And I'm like, ah, come on, bro. That's like, if, if that's true... The thing is, even though it's just rumor, it's it's something I look at Kanye and I'm just like... I could see that. Like, yeah. I could see him doing that. Yeah, I mean, so like that kind of got it for me. I was just thinking, dude, this is something for your city. It's not been, it's All Star has not been in the city for like, what, 20 or like 12 years at a time. time. 
so like how can you not want to be involved in this event you know so yeah like that that caught me and then like all the ideas all the random ideas that the dude spouts and then leaves at the wayside i'm just like at what really what is going on in his mind i'd love to so just like, be a fly on the wall yeah yeah you, yeah i want to be like right you said you want to do this right we're gonna focus on this and do it he said he was gonna build a village i don't know if he's still doing that like he's bought a plot of land like to the sunday service actually yeah i don't know if it is i don't know if it is um but he I'm did say sure. he, was build, he was gonna build like a suburb yeah i think he brought that up when he was doing the sunday service that he's yeah a lot of money into building a village to better community but it's one of those that it all comes down to that guidance and someone needs to guide can you he needs like either a true friend and as much as he loves kim kardashian i don't think she's the type to rein him in i think she's too much of an enabler nah, to I just wanna, be like explore i, I think she's helped him a lot I yeah mean, i think she probably has because there's been times when he's almost gone off the rails like and like some of the videos i've seen of them arguing and just her being like no shut up like not because you're on I don't know if you guys actually saw this way she said to him, sure, because you're on your Jesus scheme doesn't mean I have to abide by everything you say. Oh, really? Like, yeah, that one. She was like, this is not what we're doing for our kids. This is what we're doing. You're not going to affect everyone's life because of the choices you want to make now. To be fair, I can see that. Initially, I was, I was of the mindset like, oh, Kardashian curse. It's just another black man to go down. You know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, I think it's, it's definitely deeper than that yeah oh, but yeah just i i miss the old kanye as everybody oh, said i think yeah. everyone misses old kanye alex haven't heard from you in a while what's your take Got yeah i miss the old kanye <laughs> <laughs> that was that was good i'll tell you what boys i think that's a nice nice way to round it off i <laughs> us here all together we can go for days talking oh, about yeah, nearly everything one. and this I've is probably going to be a long ep but <laughs> You know, I've enjoyed it. I think I'll just hit the closing closing statement and then we can have a little chat. Well, definitely has the girl coming over if he's rushing us this quickly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? We've been here for like two hours. Shit, is that how long? Yeah, man. Time flies when you enjoy yourself. This is all part of the I digress experience. <laughs> maybe maybe like you should nominate or, or see one, uh, one person to jump up and and talk with all of us. Uh, okay, I say one white person to have that conversation with all of us and be like, hey, is there something you want to learn from us or something? You know, that would yeah. be interesting. That would be interesting. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you want to actually have a talk about any of the points we've risen today, hit us up on the social media cats. You know my email, can't even underscore lift at hotmail.com. Find me on pretty much anything. I'm going to leave the link in the description so you can find me on anything. I'll give you the links to the other guys in this conversation. And just like that, we all enjoy and ripe, ripe, ripe. Not the word. You know what? We're sticking to it. We enjoy a ripe, balanced Vion here, especially if it sides with the devil's advocate. This was a surprisingly thought provoking episode and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope you all actually do listen to this. This is a safe space. Final order of the day. I think the biggest message that we can take from is just have a conversation, people. Mm. Try and do tangible stuff. And if you need to know what tangible efforts look like, visit my blog, which you'll find in the link in the description below. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> oh, by the plugs on here. On that note, feel free to tweet us at 
the Twitter account in the description. Please follow all the past through the link tree for all your entertainment needs. And I'm gonna plug in my boys. We got a feast who's gonna be coming out with some major beats. We got John Brown who's got his own YouTube channel, which I will leave a link in the description where he oh, reviews some great trainers. I do say much so myself. <laughs> Alex, I don't know what you do creatively, but no one cares. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, we joke, we joke. Boys. God damn. <laughs> just no words, boys. Before you end it, though, I just want to say one last thing. Oh, Can shoot. someone just tell Terry Crews to shut up? Oh, bro. That's a, he, that... he's, he's, he's managed to escape this one, but... Uh. Yeah, we could go for a solid 20 minutes longer, like, just on him. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, that's my take right now. Just Terry Crews, please, please be quiet. <laughs> oh, dude, John, last words, what you got? Uh, yeah, don't don't look at my YouTube because it sucks right now. Um, I'm currently, you know, working on some things. But uh, yeah, have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex, you've been the new guest. Have you found the show and what's your last I really enjoyed it. I thought it was quite it was quite interesting seeing a lot of different experiences quite similar to mine. It just proves the fact that we walk this road together. Do you know what I mean? No matter how different we are. And you I really do appreciate that. That's powerful. And just like that, boys, and everyone listening to this podcast, I digress. Welcome back, baby! Yeah, yeah.